Hello and welcome. You're listening to Previdary Connect, a weekly dialogue that explores the latest business trends to understand how companies are adapting and preparing for a stronger future. I'm Chrissy Wissinger, your host. Each week, we'll be exploring trends in today's business world to learn how leaders, innovators, and change makers are reshaping business to create a brighter tomorrow. In this podcast, which is the third in a three-part series for resilience planning in a COVID economy, Chris Wheeler, Previdary VP of Partnerships, is joined by Tony Schiaffoletti to discuss the important role data plays in resilience planning. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, today is our third installment in around resiliency. We're here joined today by Tony to talk about the importance of data. If you remember in our previous conversations, we had sort of an overview with Patrick around resiliency for the executive. Then we talked about uh, scenario planning as part of that. And now we're here to speak to Tony about data and the importance of data. Tony, please introduce yourself to the folks. Sure. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me. Um, I have a consulting company. I've been working in a business technology alignment consultant probably for the last 25 years. Um, prior to that, I was a, a chief technology officer for now the largest reinsurance company uh, in the United States. And then prior to that, I worked with IBM uh, in consulting roles and started with IBM as an engineer, but then made myself into the consulting roles um, prior to becoming a, a CTO at, at the reinsurance company. And I'm happy to get to speak with you today about resiliency and, and data. Tony, thank you for the introduction. Uh, I hope the audience is uh, impressed by your background. Now, can you help us understand, I assume that you're out talking to executives and lots of your customers and clients currently, and the topic of data comes up, both the importance of internal data, but also the importance of external data, given uh, the ever-changing world uh, and impact that pandemics had on the economic uh, infrastructure of the country. Can you share a little thoughts on what you're seeing in the conversation you're having? Sure. Yeah. As you, as you, as you mentioned, the importance of data is uh, as, as important today as it was previously, but even more important because of the COVID world we're living in and way, way things are changing where if you don't have good information about how to change and react to the way things are, are moving today, uh, you kind of fall behind. Uh, you can almost look at it where companies that have digitized or went through a digital transformation, uh, they sort of they sort of panned out better um, during during the age of COVID during the last year or so, um, or the last I guess nine months sort of lose track of time because COVID is such a a thing that everyone sort of wants to forget about. Um, but the, the the folks who have digitized and and got to use data properly have seemed to have done a little bit better. Um, there's some some exceptions, obviously, depending on the industry you're in. If you're in leisure and hospitality, no matter how digitized you are, you're kind of you're kind of suffering. But in from a general statement, um, people who have who have properly digitized and and use data properly within their company, they've they've seem to have done uh, weather this particular pandemic a little bit better than others. Yeah, you mentioned, thank you for that. You mentioned better. So when you say better, do you, is it around making decisions faster, making better decisions? Is it revenue, profitability? Are, are certain 
specific measures that you've seen in terms of when you use the word better? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And they kind of they kind of go hand in hand, right? If you're if you're if you're meeting certain KPIs, key performance indicators, because you can make better decisions because you have more data and not necessarily just more data, but the right data, right? Timely data, data that's that's understandable, digestible within the organization, um, both internally, the data that you have internally, but as you mentioned from the beginning, external data is extremely important um, because your internal data can bring you to a certain point, but sometimes it's really important to have external data. Um, in fact, I was recently uh, working with a client earlier today and something that was important to them from an external data standpoint is they're very concerned about COVID uh, and how it affects the business. Um, and for them, getting information on how other industries are doing with COVID externally was important um, for them to look at on how they want to restructure their their organization, opening offices, closing offices, or sort of adapt for the new COVID area. So, 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 Chris, it, it is yeah, important. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. It, it is important to to look at as many indicators as possible. And obviously, the better you do it, and the better you digest that information, and, and do actionable items uh, based on the information that you you gather, um, the potential to have better better profit margins and better revenue in the long run. Yeah. So thank you for that. Uh, and I get the sense that, you know, we've always been talking about having access to data, the need for that to help us make better decisions. Clearly, this external force, COVID, and the impact it's had on the economy has accelerated not only the need for that, but the I guess the, both the need and the importance of having access to that data and using it to make more timely decisions. Are there examples that you can share of where the companies may not have taken that as seriously as they should have, but now they're sort of ramping up to 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 identify both internal and external data sets to make better decisions. Do you, do you have some of those examples, Tony? Yeah, I, I do, because um, there, there are companies that, that looked at data. If they had data that was on a monthly basis or even a weekly basis, they thought that was that was good enough in the past. Um, but 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 clearly things are changing very rapidly and, and, and to be agile and to be as flexible as possible to, so you can make a change uh, on a dime. Uh, you need data that's that's almost real time, if not real time, uh, depending on the industry. And there are some industries that that require extremely real time data, like down, you know, down to the minute. And there's other industries that that data up to a daily basis is definitely better than having weekly or monthly data. Um, and also just talking about data, just having more data, like I said in the beginning, is not necessarily the right formula. It's really having the right data. Um, so it's it's important for an IT organization, the people kind of, you know, the, the data, the, the data stewards for all intents and purposes who kind of gather this data and put it together in a usable format for the business. It's important that they they understand the business too. They understand the whole business process because it is extremely uh, important that if they don't have alignment to the business where the data doesn't, you know, if they can't use that data to produce the reports to kind of give some forecasts or give some visibility for the business, the data is useless at this point. So it's not necessarily more data is better. It's 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 better data is better, if, if you want to say it that way. 
Yeah, I, I agree. It's not, and what, what I also like to say, it's not only that, it's actually the right data at the right frequency at the right time to the right audience, right? Because the, the executives are needed in a consumable, um, more uh, longer time horizon to make more strategic decisions. And then your mid-level managers need to make sort of more operational decisions, more timely, three to six months or sometimes shorter, as you mentioned. And then the analysts are going to need that data from in a frequency, sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly, in order to be more analytical, needs to be cleaned and available. Um, would you agree with that statement? Yeah, absolutely. And it, and the way the way the business units consume the data, dependent upon the, the, the type of business unit it is. Um, for example, this past week, um, we're working on building dashboards for for a client to basically take data and make it make it usable. But the finance people want the data at the end of the day so that they can you know have reliable data that ties out um, you know from a from an expense sales perspective that it ties out to the penny and they can eventually export it to Excel and do other things with it. Where the executive of, of the business wants to see trends and wants to see visualization of that data and doesn't necessarily care about you know, every line item within the data itself. Um, so it all depends on who the audience is, as you mentioned, um, and everyone consumes data differently and every group, you know, looks at it differently. And not only do they consume the data differently, sometimes it's extremely important to make sure that the definitions of the data is useful for whatever the group that that is consuming that data, right? Income, income may mean something not necessarily different to one group over the other group, but they may have a different you know, a different usage for the word income. So it's important to have synonyms and have usability and definition to, to each of the data points that are useful for the business and who your audience is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've been in some interesting conversations around data uh, just this week as well. So I guess I wanted to turn a little bit towards, um, you know, the types of data. And you mentioned a data steward. Are you seeing the, the need for corporations to, focus more heavily on getting their internal data together, having data stewards, having the metadata, having the, the synonyms and the names kind of complete more of the, um, you know, the, I, I, I'll use the, the term that is used to, at one point in time became kind of a bad term, right? Master data management um, was thrown around quite a bit back in the old corporate performance management days, but it seems like we're headed towards really corporations needing to have a data infrastructure in order to manage the usability of their internal data, but not, and so answer that, and then I've got a follow-on comment to that as well, Tony, please. Yeah, no, no absolutely. And, and, and people are using data, they're consuming all kinds of data, right? Structured data, unstructured data, anything that they feel that can, that can help forecasts and, and you know increase their market share or their gross profit or, or lower their expenses, you know, whatever their 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 business KPIs are. Um, and besides that, a lot of a lot of people are are taking consuming data, um, especially when you're consuming e external data, and they may use it to do some kind of analysis, but don't necessarily need to keep it in house and necessarily keep that data. So they may spin off a spin up a you know, a data mart to do some particular analysis with that data. And then when they're done with it, they may get rid of that data mart. So, so companies that have that, that, that ability um, to, to offer that kind of um, capability to clients have been really 
very powerful uh, recently where they can look at spinning up data marts and taking away data marts and, and basically have that flexibility. And obviously everyone's looking to, to do stuff in the cloud at this point, right? Uh, just because you do have that capability versus trying to build build a, an infrastructure on-premise and take it down and build it. So, so you need that flexibility to have, have the power when it's important and then take that power away when you don't need it at all times because you basically don't need to pay for it at all times, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And where I was going with my follow-up was going to be this whole emergent of kind of, I'll call them data, mar data marketplaces. Uh, and I've had several conversations this week on my end with com with uh, companies who are launching or revising or offering new features in their data marketplace. I think speaking to the, the demand that you mentioned, companies needing um, to identify key data, in this, in this case, external data that might be valuable to them, purchase and or license that data for a short period of time, bring it in-house, do some modeling, marry up with their internal data, and then to find some outcomes and then make some key business decisions. Uh, can you come on, uh, comment on that, that you've seen that? And then my follow-on question is going to be, um, I, I guess my comment is that the, the, the need beyond that is the need to identify the use cases so you, you can rapidly uh, understand what data you might need and then uh, speak to those use cases for the executives and corporations and, and then make decisions rather quickly. Uh, and before I let you speak again, sorry, Tony. Um, and then as you know, as a consultant, I guess how how do you what role do you play in all in helping companies do all those things? Yeah, and 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 to your point, finding a use case for for that particular data set is extremely important, right? The use case has to be business aligned or aligned to some some you know some need for the business itself. Um, and and just as an example, um, I was working with a company recently that that's in a temporary health business and and. One of the things that's important in a temporary health business is data that comes from time cards and to, to do some kind of analysis to make sure there's no fraud within those time cards. And what's better than to, at that particular point, to be able to do some analytics within some kind of data mart to do that, do that information. So, so the more you can build and the more you can kind of make sure that data is good, whether it's whether it's uh, cleansed and accurate and, and and not fraudulent, the better things are in the long run for a company. Um, so 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 there is some so there is there are steps of data orchestration uh, before it gets you know before it gets to a warehouse. So that has to be you know the data has to be apples and apples and you know or if it's apples and oranges, there has to be a translation between apples and oranges so that the data makes sense. So that when you are consuming it within the business. Um, you do have that capability of doing a proper analysis. And as a consultant, one of the roles is to make sure that you do have apples and apples, right? But, and it becomes more difficult today because you are dealing with, like we said, structured and unstructured data. You could be dealing with voice. You can be dealing with all kinds of stuff. And at the end of the day, it could be useful data for the company to, to analyze your business. It, so is there a starting point? Do you advise um, executives or clients when, when you walk in the door and, and you see that they have this, obviously, a, there's a massive data challenge in terms of how much is available and how to find, find the right ones. I had to believe that you can speak to two or three key initial steps to set folks on the right path. Yes? Yes. 
And 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 where it starts is obviously the business doesn't say I want more, I want more data. Where it really starts is they're starting with uh, I need better reporting. I need better visibility in my company. I need to know you know I need better better factors to look at you know better predictability of, of where things are going in the marketplace or where my industry or my competitor or whatever it may be. Um, so it starts at that, and then obviously that leads to data, right? Because to get better reporting, you have to have better data, more more accessibility to to the proper data, so that they can do the proper reporting. Um, so the the first thing is is really to get them to understand um, what you know what do they have understand what they have in place, and get them to understand what do they think they need because they're the experts in the business, right? You know, you don't as a consultant, you're not coming in there. And you're not going to know their business better than they know their business, but you are going to know something about reporting and you're going to know stuff about they may not necessarily understand that portion of it. They just know their business. So if you can translate their business process and what's important to them into some kind of reporting and them kind of acknowledging that that would be great to have to whatever to, to, to analyze my business. If you can make that happen, then you, you, you basically scored and you made them happy. So the start of this was, has been about res, kind of resiliency, and and we've talked about the the fact that the pandemic has caused people to to need to to change and maneuver at a more quicker pace. My familiarity with with data and manipulation of data has been you do it once, and then lots of people kind of forget about it and it gets stale. Do you have some words of wisdom for how frequently you should be updating? Uh, and these dashboards and uh, and reevaluating kind of this data strategy. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to depend upon you know the industry or the client or the marketplace they're in. But obviously, the the more real time you can get, the better you're going to be. And it, and it's a cost benefit, right? And obviously, the more real time is a little more overhead. There's more maintenance. There's more making sure that your your uh, ETL tools your um, extract load transform tools or or you know stay in place and are not broken um so, so there's, there's definitely more work the, the closer you get to more real time the more the more cost and more involvement um so you have to look at the, the cost benefit of having real time versus daily or hourly or, or or even weekly um but one of the things that that this pandemic has done if you, if you kind of look at it, it, it was a black swan event for all intents and purposes from a marketplace perspective. And, and I think at this point, people realize that that it's probably not the last time uh, some black swan event. I mean, hopefully we don't have a, a, another pandemic real soon, but, but most likely we're going to have one at some point in the near future, unfortunately. Um, and I think people are looking at being more resilient and, and looking at the Having the proper information that's so they could they could rebound as quick as possible, or at least at least have some visibility. Because we, as we all know, when March hit, no one knew anything. It was like just a fog, a cloud, and and everyone was in shock. And we're like, oh, what do we do next, right? And going back to my earlier statement, the people who were digitized were who who had some ability to have work from home and have some other things capabilities set up. You know, maybe applications in the cloud. They were almost they were almost they were almost were able to be productive is is pretty quickly, much quicker than people that didn't have that capability. Um, so 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 there's definitely an advantage there, and I it's kind of analogous. I was involved um, in helping clients after 
And prior to 9-11, you talk about resiliency, um, business continuity plans existed, but not everyone really had. It was more like checking the box and no one really tested their plan every quarter or even every annual annually. They just sort of checked it off and told their manager they had to build a business resiliency plan or a business continuity plan. Um, and this is kind of the same in this case where, where it's not a 9-11 event, but it is some black swan event that, that basically blinded business people. And, and, and I think people don't want to be blinded again. They're going to make sure that they have the right, the right data infrastructure reporting so that they can make sure that if something else does happen or when it happens, they're prepared. I know it was a long-winded answer, but hopefully I, I answered what you were asking. Yeah, no, no, that was that 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 was great. Uh, I think what I would kind of final summarize or finalize with you is the my perspective and get kind of what your perspective is, and if you've been talking to your clients about this, is I think it's um, uh, I don't know what the right word is. Um, you're almost doing your corporate if you're an executive in a major corporation and you do not have kind of a business continuity plan or really embracing resiliency at this point in time because i i agree with you there this something like this is going to happen again so you're all you're almost um required to be thinking in those in these terms of having this infrastructure in place because also i would agree those who resi were resilient going into the pandemic were able to maneuver rather quickly set up things like scenario planning report out to the street report to the board of directors report to their shareholders um, and almost towards a business as usual uh, type situation because they were prepared to react. Uh, now it seems like major corporations are kind of getting the message and putting these things in place. My gut, my gut tells me six, twelve months, eighteen months from now and into the future, if you you're doing your your shareholders a, a, a complete disservice if you do not have these plans in place into perpetuity. Are you, do you agree with that and or are you having those conversations with your clients in that manner? Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with it. And, and we are having those conversations. I, I don't think it takes just again, like unfortunately, like 9-11, I don't think it takes having to hit anyone over the head to realize the competitive advantage of having the proper forecasting or or data reporting um, for your business is, is you know useful reporting for your business. I, mean, I think anyone who didn't have it, I think they realized how they were blinded a lot longer than the person who did have it. Um, and, and the other thing I would say is that if you have to start off small, that's okay. It, you know, starting off small and like going a roadmap to, to make it happen over a period of time is better than not doing anything at, at you know, everything at once. I think there's, there's especially the SMB, the small, medium-sized business, they kind of look at it as such a challenge of, you know, the old scenario of, uh, you know, try, trying to eat an elephant and, you know, one bite at a time. Um, they, they look at it as such a challenge that sometimes they have such small IT organizations that they, they basically don't do it. And, and it's, it's better to start off small and start off small, try a couple data sets at a time and eventually bring in external data. And hopefully over time, you build more and more dashboards and reports with this data uh, and, and it gets consumed by the organization and people realize how important it is. Yeah. So in summary, it's going to be around forever. So, so don't ignore it. Uh, but you have the ability to, 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 to start small, right? Certain areas inside the corporation, small dashboards, 
We have data marketplaces. There are purpose-built applications out there. There's all sorts of ways. So there's no longer an excuse not to get started. Um, and you could turn to someone like your firm, uh, Tony, or and or Previdary, uh, and we can help you jumpstart those efforts going into 2021. And that concludes today's podcast. Should you have any questions about scenario planning, please visit www.previdary.com for more information.